Hello, everybody. Uh, I'm Kia Ora. Welcome to our first webinar in 2021. In the session today, uh, we will present a set of learning modules developed by Austroads to help practitioners entering the traffic management field enhance their professional skills. My name is Ekaterina. I'm a communications officer at Austroads, and I will be moderating today's session. First of all, um, I would like to acknowledge the Australian Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the custodians of the land from which we are broadcasting today. I pay my respect to elders past, present and emerging. I also acknowledge the Treaty of Waitani and Maori as the regional people of New Zealand. A little bit about Austroads. Uh, we are the collective of Australasian transport and traffic agencies, and our focus is to support our member organizations to deliver an improved road transport network. Uh, the project that we are focusing on today was delivered under the Transport Network Operations Program, which is managed by Richard Del Place. A little bit of housekeeping. Um, our presenters will speak for 30 minutes and then we will have a Q&A session for 25 minutes. Um, the report, uh, today's webinar is based on, and the presentation slides can be downloaded from the handout section of your sidebar, which you will find on the right-hand side of your screen. There's also a question section there, so please send us your questions for the Q&A at any stage during the webinar. If you could name the slide number that your question relates to, that would be helpful for us uh, to answer your question as best as we can. You can also use that same question box if you have any technical problems. Uh, we've got Anne Randall helping us behind the scenes, so um, just let and know if you have any problems. But a quick tip, if you lose sound or your picture freezes, that's most likely an issue with your connection. So leaving the webinar, closing the browser, and rejoining the session again via your registration link usually helps. Uh, this session is being recorded and we will let you know when the recording is available on our website. Um, if you listen to podcasts, you can also find Austroads in your podcast app. So it gives me great, great pleasure um, to introduce our presenters for today, Graeme McCabe and Paul Bennett. We will first hear from Graeme. Uh, he is a transport planner and traffic engineer with over 25 years um, experience in developing and leading transport planning and traffic engineering projects. A trusted advisor to government, uh, he specializes in cost-effective holistic transport solutions and has worked closely with senior executives in Australia and in the Philippines. Our second presenter is Paul Bennett. Paul is a senior technology leader in the Future Transport Systems team at the Australian Road Research Board. Paul's expertise uh, lies in traffic management, particularly with regard to traffic congestion. He provides research, uh, consulting and information services to the Australian state um, road authorities and transport industry. Paul has led a number of Austroads projects to develop traffic management guidance. Um, so welcome to you both, and I will now hand over to Graeme. Thank you, Katerina. Uh, thank you everyone for joining in on this presentation. Uh, this work is quite significant in terms of Austroads and the industry going forward. Uh, uh, Paul will talk about some of the history of the project, but one of the key things that the Austroad member agencies uh, have identified is that there is a shortfall in knowledge and understanding for people entering into the industry. This project started in November 2018, uh, with the project being awarded to uh, a joint team of ARB and the University of Sydney to develop the learning modules 
uh, and undertake the research that Paul will be talking about. So as Ekaterina uh, very briefly mentioned, I'm, I'm the, the, the project manager uh, and Paul was the uh, project uh, leader for, for ARB, but also coordinated the work of the University of Sydney. So on this screen, you can see the various members of the project team uh, and how the project was managed through the Austro's review process with the working group task force and then approval by the board uh, prior to publication and this webinar. Uh, next slide, please. So the Austroids working group that participated uh, in the project and provided the, the guidance around the materials and, and type of documentation, as well as identifying junior members to audience test some of the materials uh, is shown on the screen. And this included representatives from each state and territory in Australia and also NZTA. Uh, the uh, working group reported to the Austroids task force and which then also reported up to the board in terms of the preparations of the materials. I will now hand over to Paul to talk about the uh, overall project. Okay, you should be seeing my screen now. Um, yep. I'm gonna begin uh, by discussing the project purpose and objectives. So um, as Graham said, this uh, project first began with a previous Austroids capability study that was conducted back in 2018 that identified that road agencies are experiencing a skills shortage and they're under threat from rising activity in other sectors. And they've identified a capability learning gap for novice practitioners to efficiently learn traffic management fundamentals. And those novice practitioners are not only graduates, but also a number of experienced practitioners coming into traffic management from other sectors. So the objectives of this project were to develop a series of short and sharp e-learning modules on specific uh, traffic management topics to be made accessible to practitioners on the Austroids website. Now, the idea was to narrow the capability learning gap for novice practitioners to efficiently learn traffic management fundamentals in their own time and at uh, minimal cost. So through doing this, build capability within the road and transport industry. And with this increased capability, increase efficiency, reduce the need for formal training, given that this is a free training option. Uh, and those two things resulting in time and cost savings. Uh, development of the learning modules. So overall, the project methodology was to begin by researching and reviewing existing Australian, New Zealand and international learning materials on traffic management and traffic engineering. And that's not only the 13 parts to the guide to traffic management, uh, but also a number of workshop slides and other webinars and written guide content from all over Australia, New Zealand and around the world. We then had to shortlist topics and define training format and structure, develop the initial learning modules and conduct uh, audience testing on those modules, modify the initial modules based on audience feedback, develop all the remaining learning modules, uh, bearing in mind the feedback, and then now that we have all the learning modules up, up on the Austroads website, we're now conducting this dissemination webinar to uh, essentially launch them. We determined fairly early on in the project that the webinars would be best um, format for these learning modules, uh, along with supplementary tutorials as PDFs. The topics were divided equally amongst ARB and the University of Sydney. There were 22 topics in the end and we divided them with 11 topics each. Uh, all the slides were developed in the same Austroids template for uniformity 
And the content was mostly sourced from the Austroads Guide to Traffic Management, as well as training materials from ARB, University of Sydney, and the various road agencies across Australia and New Zealand. We also had to ensure all the images, tables and figures and other borrowed content uh, were properly sourced in the slides and we had copyright. Um, we aim for a total of 300 minutes of recorded webinar time. Um, and we defined that at the start of the project and got fairly close to that in the end. In terms of criteria for selection of topics, we wanted fundamental topics to teach the key principles, concepts and objectives of traffic management. Uh, we wanted to look at um, topics that are applicable to all practitioners across all jurisdictions, whether it be uh, they work in the public or private sector. Topics for which teaching through webinars would greatly assist in their learning. So topics that explain uh, concepts lend themselves to webinars where a presenter can talk about uh, certain concepts with diagrams and images. And also emerging topics had to be widely accepted with um, having increased uptake and adoption. For example, movement in place, uh, which has been around a couple of years now, um, is becoming more widely accepted and, and being adopted in other jurisdictions outside of Victoria. Technical content, the teaching, uh, we wanted to make sure it was uh, teaching the latest practice and thinking in traffic management and safety. So for example, looking at traffic and transport encompassing all modes, not just motor vehicles and enabling multimodal journeys. Looking at transport primarily about moving people and freight rather than vehicles. Uh, preferences to modes that occupy less, less road space per person. So for example, um, getting 20 people in a bus is better than 20 cars on the road. Also looking at safety in terms of safe mobility, being the concept of mobility within the limits of safe operation and the safe system approach, demanding a holistic approach to safety in terms of uh, safe roads, safe vehicles, safe road use and safe speeds. So initially we had 25 topics um, and these were later to be called units, uh, the uh, areas that, uh, within nine areas I should say, and they were later to be called units. Um, we had limited budget and time frame to develop the modules. So what we did is we created a topics prioritization survey for the project working group. And uh, we took their advice um, through this survey. They identified which topics they thought were most important for novice practitioners. Uh, they also evaluated the relative importance of the, the topics within each of those areas. Um, and the end result was some topics were changed slightly while Area 9, Emerging Transport Mobility Modes, Models and Technologies was totally removed. Uh, but we hope to do that one in future if uh, Austroads provide future funding for the ongoing development of these modules. We think it's important um, to uh, discuss emerging technologies that are likely to change the way that we travel in the future. All the modules uh, as I said earlier, were developed in the same template and they all had the same uniform structure. So after the title slide, there was uh, a presenter introduction slide that has the photo of the presenter and their name and title. Then the outline of the module, essentially a table of contents. Then the main content with subheadings uh, to divide it up and give it some structure. Uh, in keeping with them being short and sharp, the content within the slides is fairly brief. Uh, but we did provide reference bubbles like the one you see there. Uh, for example, they might say, for more detailed information on this, refer to GTM part three, section four. 
so that was a way of keeping the modules themselves short and sharp. Uh, they all have multiple choice quiz questions to consolidate learning. So there's usually three or four options and the presenter um, gives the learner an opportunity to pause the video to think about their answer. And then after they've decided what they think the right answer is and they replay the video, the presenter reveals the correct answer and explains why it's the correct answer. And then the last slide on all these modules is the references slide. So we had to make sure that we properly referenced all materials, not only the written content, but also any images we obtained elsewhere. Uh, we provided the source of those. So in the end, we ended up with 22 webinars or learning modules across eight areas. And um, you can see there that we renumbered them. So they begin with the unit number and then a hyphen and the module number within the unit. That gives us a bit more flexibility if we want to add another module within a particular unit. Uh, we don't have to renumber all the modules thereafter. Um, in the end, uh, with the 22 webinars recorded, the average webinar runtime was 14 minutes and 12 seconds. And the total webinar runtime was just over five hours and 12 minutes. So we actually exceeded what we were aiming for initially. Not all the modules have tutorials. Uh, in fact, only six of them do. And you can see here, this is the six modules with tutorials and the number of questions in each of those tutorials. These are the ones that we thought were uh, the most analytical topics with a practical application that best lent themselves to apply learning through doing calculations and case studies in a tutorial format. And here's an example. Here we have module 2-1, the questions and solution sheet. So what people can do is just um, click on the question sheet, uh, attempt their answers on their own notepad, and then click on the solution sheet to check their answers. And just like the uh, PowerPoint slides for the webinars, they're all in the same uh, template for the tutorials. Just a reminder, if you do have any questions uh, while I'm presenting, uh, type them in the questions facility here in GoToWebinar and try to uh, remember the slide number. That would help us in trying to answer it after the presentation during the Q&A session. We then move on to audience testing of the learning modules. So it was really important that we ensured that these were um, targeted correctly to the novice practitioners we we're aiming for. So there were five of us who developed these learning modules. And we began by um, developing six, what we call beta webinars, the test webinars. So we all had at least one that was put up for testing and they're the ones highlighted there in yellow. The nominated testers were predominantly young, inexperienced practitioners in traffic management. The project working group members were asked to nominate testers in their organisation and they provided us with their contact details. We then sent them emails uh, to the testers directly with links to the webinars and the feedback survey. So they would uh, do the, the feedback survey for each of the webinars. And each tester was assigned at least one webinar to review. If there was only one person nominated, we'd hope that they would test all six, whereas if six people were nominated, they just uh, had to test one each. But we were hoping that every jurisdiction reviewed all the six test webinars. The project working group members were also invited along with other experienced practitioners to participate. So what we did in one of the questions with 
in the feedback survey was to um, have them identify themselves as either a nominated tester, a PWG member or other experienced practitioners. That gave us an awareness of their level of experience when reading their feedback. And uh, while I'm at it here, um, I might just take the opportunity to thank many of you in the audience, no doubt were some of the testers for these learning modules. So thanks for your particip participation and feedback, which was really valuable. So um, before testers provided their feedback in the survey, we reminded them of the broad objectives of the learning modules to ensure they assess them relative to expectations of the learning approach. And that is that the modules provide an overview of topics at an in introductory level, assuming users have minimal or no prior knowledge of the topics. And we emphasize the fundamentals of each topic. We don't go into detail, but rather identify source materials uh, with those comment bubbles I mentioned earlier, from which uh, users can reference more detailed information. And the quiz questions, they're really just there as the tutorials that are just designed to consolidate learning and they're not assessed and there's no certification at this stage. But um, in future, if Australians are interested, there might be certification. I'll talk about that later. And this icon here uh, on the right was just uh, inserted into the email to the testers just to step them through the process of uh, reading the email, watching the webinars, doing the quiz questions and uh, filling out the feedback survey. We had a total of 43 participants and 33 responded across 10 different jurisdictions. You can see uh, the bottom one there is Taranga in New Zealand. Um, and we had 96 responses in all. So you can see that many respondents provided feedback on more than one of the six webinars. The participant profile, 78% were male, and that is kind of a reflection of the engineering industry. But I think 22% respondents being female is a pretty good uh, response from females, might be higher than the actual proportion of females within traffic management. 87% um, uh, were nominated testers, so that was good. 57% uh, had less than a year, oh, sorry, um, were in their 20s. Uh, further 18% in their 30s, so um, what's that, 75% under 40. And then in years experience, 45% with less than a year's experience, 16% with one to two years experience, and a further 15% with two to five years experience. So that's uh, about 76% with less than five years experience. The feedback from the reviews uh, could be broadly grouped into the following categories. So technical feedback on the content, uh, feedback on the format, feedback on the quiz questions within the webinars, feedback on the presenter's delivery of a recorded webinar, feedback on quality of webinar recording, and feedback on the overall educational effectiveness of the webinar. And you can see here, uh, this is the rating that we did, the summary of all six topics and the, the contents, webinar, presenter, and overall. Um, so use the Leichhardt scale of one strongly disagree to five being strongly agree. And the overall satisfaction across the learning modules was around four or just under four. And we would expect uh, having taken on board all the feedback that if the final learning modules were tested that they were great higher than that. In terms of actions that we took in response to the feedback, so in regards to content and the pace of the webinars, 
uh, presenters modified slides in response to feedback on content. They reduce text on some of the slides or change wording to uh, provide greater clarity. They replace some images and figures. For example, uh, some more images were included for New Zealand. Other images for which we didn't have copyright had to be replaced. Uh, we provided more examples for theoretical components. We improved the cohesion between slides, in some cases rearranging slides to just make it more um, cohesive. And generally, when we came to recording the final webinars, uh, the presenter was better rehearsed, so they were more concise and improved in their pace of delivery. The quiz question format and approach. So all quiz questions are now presented within the slide decks. In I think two or three of the test webinars, there was a link to SurveyMonkey, uh, but the feedback that we got was it's better to just have them in the slides. It also uh, removes an, a reliability on SurveyMonkey. Um, the presenter reads out each question and multiple choice uh, answer options before saying, please pause the video now if you wish to consider your answer. Uh, then the presenter stops talking for around five seconds to allow the viewer to pause the video for as long as they need to consider their answer. Then upon playing the video again, the presenter reveals the correct answer and explains why it's the correct answer. Uh, some of the test webinars, they, the presenter also took time to explain why all the incorrect answers were incorrect and the feedback that we got that that was unnecessary. We also improved the audio quality of the webinars. Many recorded at night uh, when background noise was minimal. Uh, we used the best available input microphones. Uh, some people had reported they could hear mouse clicking with changing slides, so we tried to, wherever we could, use the arrow keys instead. And for some of them, um, we used audio editing software to minimise background noise, such as Audacity and Camtasia. Uh, I'll now just go quickly through the content of the learning modules. Basically, just a summary of some of the content within each unit. So the first unit, Introduction to Traffic Management, just has the one introductory module. This introduces the learning modules in terms of there being eight units, uh, the target audience and the fact that they're designed for flexible learning. It also covers the objectives and principles of traffic management, being that there are uh, three elements to a traffic system, humans, roads and vehicles. Unit two, Traffic Behaviour and Traffic Theory Fundamentals, has three modules. These look at uh, the fact that traffic is stochastic given both drivers and vehicles vary in their behaviours. Let's look at the probability of flow breakdown and queuing theory. Uh, looks at the relationship between speed, flow and density and the fundamental diagrams of those. Also the fact that detectors measure occupancy as a proxy for density. And they also look at the car following models and lane changing behaviour. Unit three is transport study, traffic data and analysis methods, which has three modules. These look at traffic studies, surveys and collection devices, as well as capacity, level of service and degree of saturation. Unit four is transport operations, control strategies and systems. This has four modules. Uh, included in these is incident management and demand management, traffic signal timing and signal coordination. So unsignalised intersections, it looks at the selection of the appropriate intersection control, whether that be stop, give way or roundabout, and the associated signage and line markings to use. And the fourth one looks at the role of the Traffic Management Centre in monitoring both arterial roads and freeways and managing incidents. Unit 5 was 
Unit 5 is Network Operations Planning or NOP. 5-1 is NOP Accessibility Planning. 5-2 is NOP Process, which is, includes setting objectives, road use priorities, and implementing and evaluating management operation and improvement plans. Uh, they also cover road use priority and minimising use of road space, i.e. using uh, buses and bikes, taking up less road space than cars. Then finally, movement in place, we look at the movement in place framework for identifying which roads serve what purpose. So for example, freeways being high movement roads and local roads being more place roads that provide access to uh, local activity centres. Unit 6 network forms monitoring and management. These cover things like network performance indicators, i.e. Uh, vehicle kilometres travelled, uh, congested minutes, uh, average travel speeds and average travel times. Uh, they look, also look at traffic impact assessments, types of traffic congestion, factors causing congestion and congestion management strategies, uh, managing unplanned incidents and planned events, and also with traffic modelling, types of traffic models and selection of appropriate model, uh, data requirements for traffic modelling and calibration, validation and auditing of traffic models. Unit 7 is uh, the safe system approach to traffic management and it just has the one module. Uh, this module looks at holistic approach to safety of the transport system. As I said earlier, safe speed, safe roads, safe vehicles and safe people, as well as safe mobility being mobility within the limits of safe operation. And finally, Unit 8 is intelligent transport systems or ITS as it's commonly referred to. 8-1 looks at ITS modules and devices, and 8-2 looks at managed motorways, uh, in particular ramp metering and variable speed limits for managing access and flows on the motorways and uh, to maintain maximum sustainable flow rates while minimising probability of flow breakdown. So I'll now move on to accessing and undertaking the learning modules. So, I'll open up now. So here we're on the traffic management training page. Um, but if you uh, are not sure how to navigate to this page and you arrive at Austroads on the home page, um, you simply go to traffic network operations down to traffic management. Then you just scroll down to, to the traffic management training down the bottom of the page. And if you don't remember that, you can always type in the search engine uh, traffic management training and it'll be the first thing that pops up. Unfortunately, over the GoToWebinar facility, the videos don't play properly, so I won't attempt to play one. I'll just show you the layout that we have here. So just click the plus button to open up a particular module that you're interested in. Uh, you'll find out more from the paragraph above. The video itself, you simply just play here. Um, as with most videos, you can uh, enlarge it or reduce it. And what we also have here is closed captions. So you can switch, I think by default, they're actually on. So what happens is um, when the presenter talks, uh, the closed captions appear. So this is useful if you're perhaps in an office environment, you don't have headphones, you don't want to disturb people and you can just uh, read what the presenter's saying through closed captions. Underneath the video, you'll find the particular references uh, for the content in the video uh, 
that come from the GTM in terms of the parts and sections. And then if there is an associated tutorial, you'll find the links to the questions and solutions sheets just underneath that. So for example, here, open the question sheet, uh, attempt your answers on a notepad, and then you can open the solution sheets as well to check your answers. Um, and then all the modules have the PowerPoint slides in PDF format. And with all these uh, PDFs, you can save them to your local computer if you so wish. Okay. Um, so back to the presentation. As I said, there's closed captions with the CC. And if tutorial questions and solutions exist, uh, the links are underneath. So finally, um, in terms of future development of the modules, uh, Austroads have expressed a desire to keep them updated. Uh, there's no funding as yet. I wouldn't expect there to be as yet, but um, if funding is provided, there are a number of things that could be done. We could add new modules covering additional subject matter. There could be uh, more tutorials created to support learning. There could be additional videos such as interviews with subject matter experts and inside the operation of a traffic management centre might be like an engaging video that could add to the uh, modules. And also uh, there could be development of automated assessment and certification using an online learning management system such as Moodle so that there is software out there that you can use to easily set up automated assessment and certification. Uh, so this Austroad certification could be used by several industry organisations as an option uh, for staff to meet their annual training requirements. So if there was enough demand for that, uh, Austroads might consider that as well. So uh, that completes the presentation and I'll now hand back to Ekaterina to uh, facilitate the Q&A session. Thank you very much, Paul. Um and Graham um, for such an interesting presentation and such a great project um, and we have a few questions from our audience. Um, I will start with this one, we received it from a few participants so people are asking if there is a cost to um, access the program so there is no cost, it is free um, and available for everyone so just go to the Austroads website um, and watch the modules as many times as you need and also feel free to share uh, the material with um, anyone you think uh, would benefit from them. Um, so another question is in relation to uh, the slide 40 and onwards. Um, and the question is, so to what extent uh, is the ongoing review of the um, Austroads Guide to Road, uh, Guide to Traffic Management, um, influence the content and the structure of this unit? So has this been considered in the project? Yeah, I would say that the content has predominantly been sourced from the GTM various parts, uh, yeah with some supplementary materials, yeah. Thanks, Paul. And, uh, um, yeah. Yes, great. Sorry, I'll just add to that, that um, prior to the materials being completed, there was a, um, a, a detailed review to make sure they were current at the time of completion. Yeah, yeah sorry, yeah. <laughs> yep. Great, 
Yeah, thank you. Um, so there is another question um, a participant um, is asking. So it seems that the contribution from uh, Western Australia was small. Uh, why is this so? And um, was IPREA contacted and involved in the project? So are they referring to the number of testers or? Uh, or um, it is not quite clear from the question. So. Um, I believe so, could be that. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, the, we tried to have it fairly broadly with topics that were sort of generic and covered all jurisdictions. Um, and we had project working group member representatives from all the jurisdictions except Tasmania. Uh, I don't know why we didn't have a Tasmanian one, but um, certainly we we, um, we relied on the project work group members to uh, provide their contribution. Uh, yep. Thanks, Paul. Um, so another question, um, how are differences between um, state authority uh, requirements accounted in the modules or were they at all? Um, yeah, so that, as I say, we try to keep it at a fairly fundamental level and that sort of keeps them um, fairly generic in terms of providing the fundamentals rather than specifics that over time are dependent on jurisdictional differences and regulations we wanted to avoid uh, getting into that sort of level of detail that um, would differentiate between different jurisdictions and, and i think yeah uh, any uh, depending on which state you're looking in you would you would still need to check uh, against the state's departures from Austro's and Australian standards guidance as part of your your regular practice. But as Paul said, this is this guide this training material is against the uh, the guide the Austro's guide to traffic management, which is the nationally agreed document. Thanks, Graham. Um, another question. So if users uh, identify um, any errors in the module, so can they report them? Uh, so they can be corrected? Yes, definitely. Um, I think that should be uh, through contacting Austroads directly and then Austroads could contact me um, and particularly if it's a, a major error because the last thing we want to do is mislead people um, and in so doing we can we can all we've got the uh, all the modules saved locally that we can go back to and, and modify and send back to Austroads to re-upload and correct if needed. Um, so going back to the differences between um, states, there is another question and it's specific to module three. Um, so does yeah. it cover the type approved uh, traffic data collection, data collection services, collection devices, sorry, for each state as they would be different? Uh, for example, um, Metricount, Excel, Micros, and for managed motorways, uh, does it cover the importance of when using radar systems uh, that the location of it to eliminate um, obtrusion, obtrusion. And also, does it cover the importance of uh, detector health and uh, monitoring of occupancy values against downstream or upstream detector sites? Can right. you need to repeat any parts of it? Yeah, I'll probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say just uh, have a look through each webinar and see if that information's there. Let us know if. Um, you prefer more information provided or because um, I, I can't recall um, 
the detail of every single module. But um, as I say, we, generally it's um, at the generic introductory level. So um, yes. Yep. Yeah, I see. Uh, thank you. So will content be updated if practices change over time? For example, movement in place is still a developing practice? Uh, yes, I think um, if, if, if Austroads, uh, well, I can say that Austroads have expressed a willingness to keep them updated and uh, funding is provided. I know um, Arb and I'm sure University of Sydney uh, would be willing to uh, keep them updated and keep them relevant. So uh, I think that's important. Thank you. Um, so uh, another participant is saying that it's fantastic that it's free and easily accessible. And they're asking, uh, would, um, would a certificate be provided uh, or some sort of acknowledgement at the completion for practitioners? Uh, yeah, again, if Austroads um, gives, provide funding for this, potentially um, that could be set up through Moodle or some other uh, mm -hmm. online software that can set up um, certification as well as assessment if needs be, um, or it could just be um, you know, a certificate of completion having just watched the modules and done the, um, the tutorials and these questions. Um, I, th and, I think yeah. the importance, yeah. oh sorry oh. Paul. No, I think the important thing to note that it is an introductory primer. Um, it's not, it doesn't give you um, you know, full understanding and capability in each of the topic areas. It's just to give you a basic set of information. Um, so if you're comparing it with something like a TAFE certificate or an associate's degree, obviously they're, you know, much more advanced, um, <laughs> even face-to-face -face training courses that, you know, universities and um, others uh, uh, provide. So the, you know, the short-term you know, one one week, two week courses. So it's just to give people an introduction to each of the topic areas. Yeah, That's exactly. Great. And it's short and sharp, so you can you know just quickly look up what you need to know in your own time and get that starting point, and perhaps also references to further information that you need. So that's the real objective of them. Thanks, Paul. Um, another question is so. Um, once commencing the modules, how would people go about asking questions regarding certain areas of the modules that may require clarification? So how would they do that? Um, if they have any questions? They could start by um, referring to the GTM or whatever other um, parts are indicated where the content has come from. Um, mm -hmm. And that would be a starting point to get the more detailed information. Um, yeah, and then I guess, yeah, I'm not sure beyond that. Just, yeah. Thank you. Um, and another question. So what is the likelihood of further development of these modules in the future, like creating um, of new modules for additional topics? Uh, as I say, if, if Austroids are wanting to keep these updated and expanded, if there's more funding provided, I'm sure um, there'd be willingness um, for more to be developed. I'm just reading through more questions that are coming in. Um, so another one, um, as local governments manage and are responsible for approximately 80% uh, percent, um, of road network, uh, they need to be actively involved, sorry. So that's just uh, not a question, it's a comment um, to the participants right. saying that they need to be actively involved 
um, and contributing to the work that you're doing, guys. So that's uh, yeah, just a comment. I guess yeah, if we're considering more modules in future, perhaps uh, yeah. one or two with a local focus, local council focus could uh, be good. Yeah. Local rights. Um, well, I think it seems that these are pretty much all the questions that we um, received for today's session. Uh, we may give uh, our audience maybe another minute if they um, if they have any other questions that they want to ask. So feel free to just send them through, um, and if just we'll just wait for another minute. And I uh, just want to say that people are saying uh, that it's a brilliant initiative um, and they're very grateful for what you've done. So thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, I'm pleased. Yeah. Yeah. We're, in some of the testing, we got a lot of feedback saying, you know, looking forward to them actually coming out and actually yeah. not just using them for the purpose of testing, but actually using them to learn. So we could sense during the project that there was a, a need and a demand for them. So, um, yeah. so that's pleasing. All right. Um, okay. Let's. Uh, no more questions are coming through, so let's just uh, uh, wrap it up. But before we do that, I want to. I'm just trying to get to the slide that I. Yeah, I'll just say a few words um, about our upcoming webinars in 2021. So we have quite a few sessions uh, scheduled already. Um, there will be a series of webinars on updated pedestrian planning and design. Uh, there will be sessions on uh, race safety platforms, uh, public transport prioritization, and many others. So if these sessions are not in your calendar yet, uh, please take some time to visit our website uh, for more information and to register. Um, and as usual, after we close out today's session, uh, a questionnaire will pop up on your screen. Please take a couple of minutes to send us your feedback. It really helps us to know what you liked or you didn't like about the session and what suggestions you have for future webinars. So thanks again to everyone, to our presenters, to our audience, um, and stay well and safe and enjoy the rest of your day and we will see you next time.